Hi there, listeners. This is Jabert. Uh, I am here to welcome you to Cosmic Crit once again. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it every time you do. Uh, I'm going to keep this intro really short because we have a very long episode for you, which I am confident that you will enjoy. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind all of our listeners about our sound effect uh, soundboard challenge that's going on right now for the month of June. Just a reminder about that challenge. We are looking for some sound effects to fill out our soundboard. We're looking for stuff like uh, uh, critical hit sounds or things uh, things like the AI voice for the Phoenix's respite, um, those sorts of things. Um, you can find all the information over at CosmicCrit.com. I know that we were a little bit late getting that post up, but thank you for sticking with us. And we can't wait to hear all the additional great sounds that you put in our ear holes. We appreciate it, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much. And that's really all the news that I have for you right now. I'm going to step back and let you get right to the episode because it's a doozy and believe you me, it's kind of a wild one. So hang tight listeners for episode 89. Breaking Berazad. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. It's the last episode of the 80s. It's episode 89. So we're doing a mixtape intro of all things big hair and leather jumpsuits. So strap on your Walkmans and wake me up before you go-go. It's time to dive back into Cosmic Crit. Have all of your episodes been themed by the decade? They haven't at all. Okay. <laughs> I was really this, you were about to blow Drew's mind. I was really this worried. Is the this first was another, one. Uh... Um, my name is Patrick, and I'm your GM here on the show. And just like every rose has its thorn, I'm joined tonight by the five thorns in my side. And uh, I, I invite you all to get out of my car and get into my dreams and allow me to introduce you my five friends, your players, to my right, he can crit if he wants to. He can leave his drone behind, because if your friends can't crit, and if they don't crit, well, then they're no friends of mine. It's Tyler playing Nikithi with Idis. Uh, it's good to be here. To his right, once upon a time she was falling in love, but now she's only summoning a demon. It's a total eclipse of the sun. It's Rebecca rocking Talara. It's great to be here. Uh, Jitter bear. <laughs> Wake me up before you start rolling them crits, Miles. Uh, Miles with a win. Good evening. To his right, the trick attack is a little old move where engineering checks are nat 20. Trick attack, baby. Jabert is bringing Bumfuzzle. Trick attack, baby. To my left, he's revving up his entropic strike listening to it purr and taking the highway to the danger zone. It's Drew running with Cass. Are we still doing phrasing? Not since like 2010. Do you want to say anything else, Drew? <laughs> no, the awkward silence should be it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to have a wham. <laughs> it's like the episode. ghost of Tyler left his body <laughs> now inside Drew. We've got that last Please. position. Please. I would never let a awkward silence go on one of my and <laughs> 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 um 
<laughs> I am going to have wham stuck in my head for the rest of this episode. Though. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Everyone listening at home too. <laughs> um, we, we got, yeah, we got a lot. Gonna quit again. That's just George Michael, not wham. Oh, this is just George Michael. Yeah. I feel bad, I feel bad now. he almost made it into the intro um yeah we have a lot to do this episode so we just we should get to it but i want to talk before we start playing about last week's episode about the five of you absolute mad players (laughs) mad men and woman um first off the control room to the royal venture this boss fight had three entrances and you divided up into three teams of two <laughs> in order to like um, <laughs> Tom Clancy style breach this room <laughs> um, effectively sp- splitting your party. But also it meant that you kind of split up the defenders. You had no idea how many people were going to be in there. So it was really dumb, but there were three people inside. So you kind of <laughs> caught her uh, Lieutenant Charlie and her two guards cadets off balance very dangerous range combatants these guys so you did well in having um basically a melee person on each of the teams not not something i think you really thought about but no but there there was no planning whatsoever of what we did <laughs> it, yeah. it worked out well because i mean the the cadets i mean you've been fighting them this entire book uh, you know they have a d8 rifle that's super dangerous on a crit you know that could that could uh, really mess your day up. But Lieutenant Sharu had an automatic gun, this this Aeon guard rifle that she didn't even get to use. You basically neutralized her um, with Kaz Drew by just charging in and then Bumfuzzle surrounded her within one round. Um, yeah, one of the few episodes I have not earned a crit. But if you had from Lieutenant Sharu with her... Uh, curved blade sword that would have been 2d10 damage plus 24 <gasps> plus the critical d6 bleed oh yeah. my god <laughs> I, it, considering how well we did in melee combat against her to begin with pretty glad you missed a, you skipped a crit that week yeah no you guys <laughs> didn't everyone miss the first round of combat yeah <laughs> it was, it was rolling like, like 17s thing. it was it was rough mm. mm-hmm Oh, yeah, no, it was close. Um, well, you know, she had this great armor. Now <laughs> you're reconfiguring it to put on a giant bear. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I mean, if she had crit, it would have taken most anyone in this party down. But if you're already in HP damage, it could have murdered someone immediately. Very, very dangerous. It was bad enough. I'm sitting there in the middle of combat thinking, okay, I've got five health serums if i just ready one and then i'd realize oh yeah i'll get eight hp back and she will (laughs) just knock me down no matter what if she connects so i better just attack instead (laughs) well i mean that could have you know saved your life if if she had crit you know so um not a terrible idea but I, i bring this up to say once again congratulations everyone making it through that and the royal venture in total is you know, a string of hard fights and making it to level three. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, extremely lucky crits. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I can't even, I can't even think back on those. I think I've blocked them well, out. That, that crit card that removed a status ailment, which brought Bumfuzzle back into the fight. Just yes. Amazing. Yes. That might've, might've saved someone's <laughs> life there because 
both you and Bumfuzzle, Kaz and Bumfuzzle, only had the single RP left, which is enough to save your lives, you know, stabilize yourself, but not enough to do that and get back in the fight. Yeah. So who knows? Does she go after Talara next? Does she go after the giant bear? <laughs> uh, one one attack is, was all she needed. Um, but yeah, you guys are level three now. And before we get into this week's episode, as is tradition on the show, when you guys level up, we're going to take the top of the show to talk about that new level, go around the horn, and everyone just mention nothing that you get. Level three. Level three is kind of a big deal in Starfinder. Uh, everyone gets weapon specialization. Everyone gets a new feat. Um, I think most every class gets um, some kind of class ability. Um, so yeah, well, we go around, just feel free to highlight whatever you want to talk about. Let's start with Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Patrick. Thank How's you. Nikithi? That's the, that's the question. What's Nikithi get at level three? Nikithi is, I'm fairly excited. There are a lot of cool things that happen at level three, uh, for drone mechanics. Um, because not only does, like you mentioned both parties get weapons specialization. So the drone gets weapon specialization and Nikithi gets it. Uh, the other kind of teamwork based ability is the ability overload. Now all mechanics get overload, uh, which basically allows you to uh, touch ener- most ranged energy weapons or any powered melee weapon. Uh, you can touch it and the defender has to make a reflex save. And if they fail that, then their weapon just becomes unusable for a certain amount of rounds. Mm-hmm. And while that's useless for Nikithi, because he's not going to be anywhere near people to touch their weapons, uh, Itis can use the same ability. So Itis can actually run in and touch a powered weapon and render it you know, inert for a few rounds, which I think is really cool and might really you know, help out if someone like Lieutenant Asharu has a really, really strong weapon uh, could could be a, a deal breaker for them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's exciting. And uh, I'm trying I mean, to think if, that, a, if that was a powered sword she had had, for yeah. example, you know, that shutting anyone down for a round is pretty intense. And then all the normal stuff, you know, uh, the uh, Idis gets more hit points. Um, Nikithi took uh, a skill focus as a feat, which isn't too thrilling for life science. Uh, so his life science has gone way up. Uh, but the other cool thing I took for Idis, because she got a new mod at this level, I chose Cybernetic Bridge. Now, Cybernetic Bridge allows me to install a piece of biotech, uh, magitech, or cybernetic into Idis. Hmm. And it also, if the item level on the augmentation is four, uh, like four levels lower than my ranks in either uh, engineering, life science, or mysticism, then I can just make it for free. So that that's nice because, I mean, once you get up to level five, there's a number of... Um, yeah. Uh, pretty useful level one augmentations. They can just plug and play, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, and it takes me like an hour to swap them out. So it's not like I lose much by doing them. And it just allows me to customize it to fit, you know, what the party needs. You gotta, so. gotta go explore some underwater 
temple. It's like, well, let's give Idas gills. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Cool. Cool. Let's head next to um, Nikiti's best friend, Kaz. Drew, tell us about Vanguard. We don't know much about this new class. Yeah. So what is happening with them? uh, So, uh, Kaz gets two things. He gets uh, uh, an ability called reactive. It's, it's basically he gets to take an extra reaction uh, hmm. once a day that in addition to one. So so that's major. I mean, there's not a lot that can give people more reactions in this game. Um, that's kind of like a, a key class feature for the Vanguard, I imagine. Yeah, and there's a lot of, of uh, Vanguard disciplines, which are kind of their special abilities that are reactions. So this would mm-hmm. allow him to take an extra one of those on a particular turn uh, that once a day. And as you level up, you get more of those. Beyond that, his uh, Entropic Strike goes up in damage. Uh, it's a D4 instead of a D3. And other than that, I took the feat Step Up, because one thing that I really hate as a melee character, and something I didn't have to deal with with Knack in Season 1, is uh, I get right up in your grill to do two attacks, and you have the gall to just guarded step back meaning to i gotta guarded walk step away to just walk <laughs> away meaning i gotta guarded <laughs> step forward and do one pitiful attack instead of two amazing awesome attacks uh so now that will hopefully be mitigated a little yeah so uh, regular step up also takes a reaction right but if you have two reactions it kind of makes that a much uh it's a much better ability <laughs> because yeah, you can take a reaction awesome. to step up and then a reaction to attack Yes. Um, awesome. Well, I'm excited and not excited to see that happen to my NPCs, my enemies, my monsters. Um, speaking of uh, new classes, and I'm not really sure what they get as I'm furiously looking at the, the playtest <laughs> rules. Uh, Rebecca, let's talk about Witch Warper and Tamara. Yeah. It's not hugely exciting level three, but as the only spellcaster in the party, I do get spell penetration in addition to mm-hmm. weapon specialization. Um, and then also as a witch warper, I get compound sight, which gives me a plus one insight bonus to a skill of my choice. And I have chosen mysticism. So I'll get mm. plus one to that, uh, which hopefully will help. Um, you, f- you see magic wherever you go. Yeah, well, the compound site, uh, like flavor text, I love all the Witch Warper flavor text because it's like you look into alternate realities to see all of the ways that this skill check could go and choose the best <laughs> oh. one or whatever, you know? So You're Dr. Stranging cool. this ending, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, not a uh, whole lot exciting. Are, are you going to spoil what spells uh, you're, you're changing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you going to keep it a secret? Is that is the biggest deal for me is that I gain extra spells per day at this level. And in addition to that, have uh, new spells. Um, should I spoil it or should I wait for it to come up? I don't know. It might be a few episodes. Can can the audience wait? Oh, it's up, it's up to you. Okay, I will. Give, give I, us a hint. Give us a I'll give you a hint. hint. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> mm. So I chose a level zero and a level one spell that mm. are very different from any of the others that I have chosen so far in that they are damage based. So they are uh, seeking mm. to harm the enemy. <laughs> I think uh, other than summon demon or summon creature, uh, everything that I've done up until this point has been sort of support uh, heavy, but uh, 
I'm, I'm really, I'm itching to do some damage. So I've got some spells that let me do that now. So. Awesome. Uh, let's move next to a Captain Wynn, Miles. Pretty, yeah. pretty major step up. I'm just looking over the character sheet for... <laughs> Our uplifted bear friend. Yeah, I mean, I, I put I put a lot of work into to beefing uh, old Win up with well, uh, some things he's purchasing and stuff. But from, yeah, as as we talked about, you, you're taking the armor off of Lieutenant Sharu and just as well as her weapon, <laughs> breaking it out and uh, yeah, oh yeah, and and her her sword and uh, are, are you going to spray paint it a different color or is it? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to to mod it out to to Win's. Uh, likenesses. Good. I don't want green on blue for that's gonna look weird. Oh no, I don't want that either. That's just that's just no. But one thing that he gets uh, as far as a, a class uh, feat in envoy class ability. Yeah, yeah, it's class ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I chose menacing gaze. Right now, this is one that we we've not seen before. Correct? Yes. Not in our our knack days of envoys. No, and and this definitely fits when. Um, so I, I can I I'm happy you have to have chosen it. Uh, so when you attempt an intimidate check to demoralize foes, you can forego your expertise die to attempt to briefly demoralize a small group as a full action. You attempt an intimidate check against the foes within 60 feet, no two of which can be more than 20 feet apart. Mm. Um, the DC of this check is equal to the highest DC to demoralize any of the foes, and if you're successful. Uh, the targets all gain the shaking condition for one round, and once, then yeah, that can once, be exceeded if you if you roll better, which is, I mean, a distinct possibility because is intimidate like your highest skill or close to? Um, intimidate is one of my highest. Okay, that's what that's what I figured. It that's pretty major, and that can, um, if you are able to get something like that off and just like growl at a entire group of enemies. Um, that can, at the start of a combat, really help everyone else out. Say, yeah, a, a witch warper in your party who might be casting <laughs> something that um, requires a saving throw. Or, yeah, um, the the only bummer is, as someone who also wants to be a melee character, you know, sacrificing a full action is is definitely a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also did take um, versatile specialization as a feat. Right, because you're using advanced melee weapons, and right, and um, so combined with weapon specialization, that uh, means that I can add my class or my my uh, character level to the damage. Yeah, yeah. So, um, pretty pretty useful if you're going to be up there in melee range with new swords, new spears, tridents, or, or what have you. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, kind of I'm kind of. Really excited about uh, the future artwork with with Win having the the, the, the trident and the sword. He's he's, he's decking himself out, and this is this is inching towards a character that I'm really getting excited about. Well, let's wait until I have some chance to do some severe wound attack rules on Win because I want I want like a robot arm and like a, a cybernetic eye or something cool <laughs> to, to put in the next art. <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't know if Win gets those for augmentations. I think bears are not allowed, but base augmentations um they can't do anything to their brains they're super uplifted brains but you can get like a uh, a robot arm oh cool um pretty sure <laughs> i hope i uh, hope so <laughs> that, 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 that'll be that'll be awkward if i can't uh let's <laughs> happily make give you all the robot arms you want 
<laughs> yeah, no, he's spitting them out in his workshop and he's uh, popping them. Uh, let, let's finish up here and get back to playing Jabert. Talk to us about Bum Fuzzle. Talk to us about level three operatives. Uh, yeah, um, operatives edge bonus goes up to plus two. So that's oh an extra gosh. plus one to every single skill. Why? That's too uh, many. My move speed goes up by 10 feet. And a trick attack goes from a D4 to a D8. Man, so cool. not a lot of choices to make, but uh, a pretty fun uh, level up. That is the... a bonkers amount of upgrade to trick attack. Trick attack doubles <laughs> from a D4 to a D8. And then, God, I don't even want to look at the, the rest of these levels. This is disgusting. Um, that's a lot of stuff, though. You get skill yeah. bonuses, damage bonuses, and ten, the 10 feet of movement is like the most insane thing. If you had picked like a really fleet race, like you could have 50 I mean, foot of movement. I mean, I mean, goblins start at 30, uh, 35. So really? Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so they uh, so now I'm up to 45 feet right now. Uh, pretty darn useful for getting in those flanking positions. Exactly. That's to say, awesome. Yeah. Well, um, that's everyone's level up. Level three. We're gonna see more of them in action in the future, but we're not done with this book yet. We left last week on a bit of a cliffhanger, so let's get back into it. And everyone, tell me what happened. Last time on Cosmic Crit. After searching the crew quarters, the gang set up around the bridge for a three-pronged attack. But the enemy was waiting for us. As the doors opened, we were greeted with gunfire and tacklash. As our fighters closed the distance on Lieutenant Sharu, we began to realize this lieutenant wasn't going down easy. Out of spells and desperate, Talara went fishing for a crit with her laser pistol and got one, earning her a critical hit card that got Bumbuzzle back in the fight to bring Lieutenant Sharu down. And with that one miraculous reprieve, Bumfuzzle hazards a daring gambit that paid off big when he sunk his blade deep into the now late lieutenant's leg. As soon as Sharu fell, the group got a frantic warning that the Islanti ship Barazad was returning to Nakondas. The fight isn't over yet. Not by a long shot. If you guys thought this was over, uh, this was the the Royal Venture kind of like tenderizing you. And now we're onto the real danger zone. <laughs> to quote a Kenny Loggins from the intro. Um, yeah, yeah. So you got this notification. The Aslanti ship, the Barazad, which is what dropped off these troops here on the planet, is on a path back towards Nakondas, and you all are just hoofing it to the, the Phoenix's respite. That's where this episode begins. We see, um, you know, all three of the, the hovered trikes just racing through the trees and kind of throwing caution to the, the wind, um, racing into the mist uphill going back to where your ship is located branches and, and bushes are just whipping by your faces you're <laughs> uh, tearing up the the ground with a very light hover blast from the the back of your trikes you look up you see electricity arcing above your heads as you disturb large groups of hobgars uh, that become startled and, and kind of like a mass with a, with a giant electro ball above your heads uh Let's let's check in here with Nikithi, who's in the, the back section of Talara's trike, the lifeless body of Idis, cradled beneath your your weak Asharan arms. What 
is happening with Nikithi right now? What's going through your mind? I mean, he's—I mean, he's just trying to heal. I mean, he, I mean, he literally—I mean, but it, but like, I'm sure that Talar is driving crazy because she's trying to go as fast as possible, so he's not really able to operate on her, and he's just distraught. You know, this is uh, it's gonna take some I, time. Yeah, I mean, one of, so one of the things that hasn't really come up about Osharans is that they don't really like traveling by themselves. They don't like being alone. And for, you know, for a long period of time, when Nikithi was kind of by himself, his partner was was Itis. That was, you know, how he kind of kept sane throughout a lot of bad times. And so, mm-hmm. you know, watching her go down is always very traumatizing, and he's just really, really worried. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, you you escaped with, like, you know, your notes and your one working prototype for this thing that really hasn't been seen before, which uh, is a, a mix between mechanical and, and some of the um, biological elements of, of, a, of a creature. Um, in a lot of ways, kind of an extension of your own body because you're able to, like, see through its eyes and direct it. Imagine maybe it's a little like the uh, still one of the the highest box office movies, I think, here uh, in June. Um, The Avatar kind of connection between the uh, the Navi and their their mounts, you know. Yeah. Um, You kind of forge a a bond with this creature. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. He, He doesn't get, he doesn't, it doesn't give him any, you know, uh, pleasure to send her into dangerous situations. I mean, he mm-hmm. knows it's necessary because he wants to make her the the best combatant she can possibly be, but it's still, you know, I think a little bit of him is scared every time because things like this happen. But if she goes down, you can fix her. If you go down, there ain't no fixing you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, in addition, Nikithi, at the, the end of the last episode, you took two data pads off of Lieutenant Sharu. Um, since you cannot get Idas back up while you're speeding through the trees, do you want to crack them open, see if you can work on them? Well, yeah, because um, a few episodes ago, you know, I think Nikithi was the one who voiced the concern over the uh, the rune drive uh, mm-hmm. because that is, ter- like, the thought of the Aslanti having it terrifies him, and so obviously we went through the whole royal venture. We didn't see it, so he's looking for any clues uh, that he can. Where it is, what exactly it is, um, which you want to go through first. The there's what looks very much like a a modern Aslanti data pad, um, a a Mark One basically. Um, that is Lieutenant Sharu's, and then what looks like an ancient data pad and like inspecting it you can see it does seem to be like magically infused somehow uh i think that magical infusion would probably draw his curiosity to it first yeah and you you can just turn it over in your hands and inspecting it you do see that there is an aeon stone embedded in the 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 chassis inside like the, the the back side of this thing it looks extremely fortified it probably drop a hammer on this and it would not crack still come out working but yeah the stone looks like it is um like it is one with with the the technology it looks like uh, you would have to destroy it to to get it out um 
yeah, and you know, if you try to access it, it's ancient Aslanti. Um, there's runes and writings, but it will require you to crack it, um, hooking up your own, uh, what should I call it? Your your mechanics toolkit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what is that called? The custom rig. Your custom rig. Yeah. So you've got this like floating glowy orb and I guess I'm like you like hit a data pad with it I'm not sure how it works do, do little <laughs> there uh, are there wires are, come out open up and yeah I can okay. pull out different cables and wires to hook up to to various you know uh, technological I don't know how sci-fi computers work I thought you just like rub the circle on another computer <laughs> um, so why don't you give me a computer check see if you can crack it okay Oh, please don't roll bad. Please don't roll bad. Please don't roll bad. I rolled an 11. Pretty average. That's a 21. Yeah, it's not bad, but it is not good either. It is not enough to open this thing up. You can tell it has what looks like enhanced security. Um, It's not like a a simple kind of password thing. There's like all kinds of puzzles and things you have to solve uh, to to open it up. Uh, Do you want to spend some more time on that? Give it another, another go. Uh, yeah, I'll, I think he'd give it one more try before he would uh, switch back over to uh, what seemed like uh, Lieutenant Sharu's personal data pad, which is probably a lot easier to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural 20! <laughs> Good so that's kind of what you're looking for there. It's a little bit better. <laughs> a little better. That's a 30, and I hope that makes it. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, it, I mean, it takes... Um, you know, like five minutes or so going through like the, the sub commands, you get kind of like locked out for a minute. But like as soon as you get back in, um, it, it opens up and you see more runes, more uh, what looks like uh, long form kind of writings and reading through them is kind of like e- reading old English in, in parts um, a little a little easier than uh, your Shakespeare or, or what have you. But you gather from just thumbing through these that they seem to be signed in some kind of journal of um, someone named Perept Emiandria. And you piece together that this was an Islanti noblewoman centuries ago. Um, there, there's not really uh, a dating system uh, that you can convert easily, but... It, it seemed to be this woman who indeed engaged in designing an experimental pre-drift interstellar engine in her personal ship named the Royal Venture. And th- there's dozens of journal entries dated, you know, um, what seemed like months and years apart of her going through hurdles to get it in working order, get funding. And it seemed like she needed to get the support of the emperor there's a very long entry in, in reading through it. You see that they do name it in Aslanti, a rune drive. And it was called that because at its heart, incorporated into the technology, is an Aeon stone that was taken from the ancient Aslanti throne itself. The Aeon oh. throne. Oh. <laughs> the, the last entry um, that you can read is just right before the test drive so it seems like the royal ventures first test was maybe it's last gotcha uh awesome uh <laughs> the modern data pad of lieutenant charu 
much easier. Much easier to crack open. So give me another roll for that one. <sighs> hopefully we hopefully we can keep this good luck going. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> no, no, I roll natural toot. <laughs> natural toot. Yeah, you're 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 rolling pretty average right now. A, a two, Very high and low. Twenty. Uh, no, that's gonna take a little bit. Once again, you get locked out for a minute or so. Um, do you want to give that a try or, or leave that for? Keithy maybe barks at Talara to, to try and drive smoother. <laughs> okay, <laughs> give give me another roll then. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> natural two. Natural two. It wanted to be a twenty that time too, but yeah, you're gonna need some help on that one. Um, okay. to, to crack it open. But yeah, by, by the, the way, Talara totally just sped up when you said that. So <laughs> that's probably the reason I, I for the natural like tooth. It's like <laughs> he almost has it, and then, yeah, he just gets, like, thrown through, like into the back. <laughs> it's like when you're on a bumpy road. The faster you go, the smoother the ride. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, it, I mean, not too long uh, after that, you guys can speed your way through the forest and... You get back to the Phoenix's respite. Back to your ship, and you see Ibretta, Wildus Arquin, and uh, a gaggle of other townsfolk, whoever they could load up into the, the few remaining hover trikes. And you see them kind of pulling equipment off of the, the ship, putting some maybe last-minute last, last minute touches. Um, they are getting you ready for takeoff, and as you park your, your trikes, Ibretta calls out to you over the sound of the, the ship's engine warming up. She says, we did all we could. We worked through the night. She's got a little more kick to her and modified Islanti shielding from the garrison give you a, a bit of an upgrade there. Good luck up in the skies there, rest betters. Is, is that what we're calling ourselves now? Yeah, I was about to ask the same question. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying trying to get a, a nickname to stick for you. So, oh, Well, great. <laughs> Phoenixers don't sound right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess you know we'll we'll, we'll workshop it later. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before you take off, Nikithi, do you want to see if Ibretta can open up the data pad? Uh, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Nikithi would comes up to Ibretta and says, "My friend was a little reckless on the drive over here, and this <laughs> that gave me a hard time. Could you please?" try and open it for me. It, it might contain sensitive information about the rune drive that I have to know. She's a trained engineer as well. You have like a minute or so before you need to jump in and take off. So like outside as the engines are like blowing leaves on the trees everywhere. She, uh, you know, see if she can take care of it. She's been working on some of the computers back at the garrison trying to teach herself as Lanty. Let's see if I can do it with a roll. You do roll better uh, than me. Well, well, I've doubled your roll, so I've rolled a, a four. Um, believe it or not, that is enough for her. <laughs> well, you were really close. You were really close too. Um, she's also a trained engineer, and uh, sh- she whips out like a, a small computer and hooks it up. And yeah, um, opening it up, um, there's a number of correspondences. You know, things that she also has seen at Master at Arms, Olaraha's computer between the Sardat Zolan Ulavestra and uh, and Lieutenant Sharu. Um, but as your guys are, are just like thumbing through it real quick, she's about to hand it back to you uh, when you come across a number of holographic images of a personal nature of Lieutenant Sharu smiling, 
There are some of her out of armor, uh, dressed in Aslanti formal wear, her hair quaffed in a fairly serious manner. Uh, but though what strikes you both right away, you and I, Britta, you each notice there's a young man on her arm in many of these photos. In some of the others, they hold hands, share kisses. It's a different buzzed haircut, but Nikithi, you both clearly recognize Kaz in these photos. Oh, uh, Nikithi would just snatch the data pad and look at Ibretta and just say, I think it would be best if we just forgot all that we just saw. She looks like the cat that just ate the mouse. She <laughs> her, her jaw drops a little bit, but she just kind of like backs up from the ship as you know, I don't know you hear bumfuzzle like over the <laughs> the uh, the ship's intercom being like, get on board. Time to go. Thank you for everything, Ibretta. Hopefully we will meet again under better circumstances. Um, that is not all. You can, as you are climbing on board, Nikithi, you find the last transmission on the data pad, and it shows a uh, bill of prisoner transit as well as a very large item that was moved from Nakondis. Uh, aboard a, a, a super fast Islanti vessel has a photo of Sedona along with it and marks uh, a destination uh, for both her and the rune drive uh, to a place named Gulta. They're headed to Gulta. Do I know this place? Uh, make me culture check. Oh, it can I make it untrained? Yeah, you've not heard of it. No. Okay. Yeah. Ignore the role then. <laughs> I was about to say, you. Um, I mean, even if you roll very well here, it might be something that will require some more culture. Research. You might need to be is this more something, cultured. Is this something he can ask his friends about? Like, Perhaps uh, any of us found out? When we're not, not in life and death circumstances. You, yeah, you, you see Nikithi maybe walk through the Phoenix's respite, and he looks, he's kind of in thought, furrowed brow, um, and he just heads straight to the engineering. His uh, engineering station. Hey guys, it's time for some Starship combat. Oh boy. Oh boy. In range. You guys get in the ship. It's ready to go. Computer's giving you readouts of a, a pretty far away object, but one that is rapidly moving within range of the Condus. Um, since you guys did uh, manage to get back to the, the Phoenix's respite uh, fairly quickly, um, very important that you take the hover trikes if you did not. This would have been a long and arduous hike. But uh, since you're back here before they get to the planet, basically, uh, you get to set the ship's orientation as we start Starship Combat boop, in outer space. And we're going to start a random uh, distance from one another. Um Let's let's have Captain Wynn do this. Uh, Miles, do you want to roll me three d six? Sure. Let's see how far away. All right, pretty good distance here: a five, a four, and a three, and that is plus five, which means you are going to start seventeen hexes from one another. <laughs> uh, a spaceship map we've seen three or four times in the show already. I'm not making new maps when it's just like <laughs> space background. <laughs> This is what you guys get. Um, yeah, so you see 
uh, a vague outline of the ship starts to matriculate into the holographic projectors kind of display. Um, what's, you know, just kind of like a, a staticky image is coming closer and closer, coming within range nearly of scanning. So we are in indeed in Starship combat mode. Now, before we start, I gotta say, you all need to win this combat. It's <laughs> not really a failure uh, state. I mean, you guys have escape pods, but if you fail, there's two possibilities that happens. One, your ship crash lands on the Condus, and you that will more than like result in some deaths because you guys are very low on HP at the moment, even leveling up. Uh, could mean instant death for people. We don't know. The second option is the Islanti disable your ship and either board and uh, uh, try and fight, and we're going to have another combat, or they just capture and, and kill whoever they want. When, as captain, you know this, you know that this is an all or nothing. Everyone on board the ship is counting on you. Everyone down on the planet counting on you. What is going through the uplifted bear's augmented mind? Right now, Wynn is a, a little discombobulated just because, you know, he had these battles that, you know, took a lot out of him, even though he's mm -hmm. leveled up. And he's also back in space where he doesn't feel quite as in control of his facilities. So especially in this situation where they, they've, they've popped out and they, they immediately have a combat, he's he's a little he's a little frazzled. Mm -hmm. He's he's not he's not super thrilled with life right now. Um <laughs> In the future, if you want to spend a couple of build points and turn the bridge into like a terrarium of sorts, you Ooh. know, put it like a rock over on the starboard side. Maybe, like maybe a, a potted plant. A tree, an <laughs> old log on the other side. <laughs> Why is there a koi pond in my gunnery station? That would be hilarious. <laughs> I actually love the idea of a koi pond in there. Um, but he's definitely going, he definitely has grown to trust his crew. And so he knows that if anyone can, can, help him get through this it's the people on the phoenix's respite right now um if if i may um i guess we have to roll for piloting but uh i would like to go ahead and encourage our pilot well that will be in the helm phase if you want to encourage them but first things first it's engineering phase with a, a nikiti back i'm guessing you want to start in engineering is that correct tyler yeah let's uh I, thought, I didn't know if I wanted to start as a science officer or an, an engineer, but I think it's I think I think because of ever like Nikith, he just learned a lot of information, and I think he just headed to the place that he's probably the most used to, which would be the engineering base. So that's probably where he is, and he's. So we're just going to try to do a a divert, um, divert power. You guys, uh, while you are level three, the Phoenix's respite is still only a tier two vessel. Um, so for divert, this is just going to be pretty easy. DC 13. Yeah. So as long as I, I don't roll a, <laughs> don't say it natural to don't, 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 don't say it, Patrick. You'll whammy yourself. <laughs> oh, no! So close. Tyler, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I rolled a uh, three. <laughs> yeah. Three is, a, is actually apparently what you needed. I called it. So a three with a plus 10, that is DC 13 to divert. Uh, who are we diverting to? Uh, to Bumfuzzle, the pilot. Uh, the first phase is the you know the piloting phase is so important, and I think that's a good good one to start with. 
But so that gives plus two speed to the engines for the round. That might be very useful, seeing as how you, this is probably like the, the furthest distance the two ships are going to be apart. Um, awesome. Let, let's head into helm phase now. Now, when you said you wanted to also help out Bump Puzzle uh, at the start here. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, to encourage him, mm-hmm. and which is a diplomacy role. Correct. And hopefully uh, help him out with his piloting, which would give him a plus two. A 20. That'll do. Plus two uh, to our pilot in, in this phase. Not not gonna hurt um and we have no one in the science officer chair i believe this round unless someone wants to to start there um which means we will roll that sweet sweet opposed initiative check a couple other dice here don't you worry about those guys okay all right and now for the opposed init um why don't, you, why don't you roll us first here? Uh, 22, 24 on the check. So I'm going to roll um, the opposing pilots. I've rolled a 17 on the dice. Ooh. You guys are moving first. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You got a little speed boost here. Okay, yeah. Um. So then let's say, hang on. Oh, I, I guess I counted wrong. You got plus two. What The, the normal speed is eight. Right for the Phoenix's respite. Uh, uh, correct. Yes, yeah. pretty small, but it fast light freighter. Yeah, so I'm going to just we're just going to just like rip forward uh, mm. as quickly as possible. Just we're we're gonna try to close the distance and uh, uh, open fire as quickly as possible. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to evade with that check, which is. A success! <laughs> you didn't roll a negative 10. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be weird. Yeah, so evade at this level is also 13? Is yeah, is also 13. And I'm getting a plus one from the maneuverability of the ship. So it's... Easy. So I have a plus 13 to the check. So long as the... Um, uh, the engines don't take, you know, damage. It'd be pretty easy to dodge and weave in, in such a way that you know, you fought Islanti drones before. How how much better can the uh, the humans' marksmanship be? Yeah. Uh, we shall see as they're going to move now. This ship is it's not super fast as well. It looks like a fairly um, comparable size to the respite. It has a comparable speed. But with that speed, I've got to zoom in here to see this giant map. Uh, they are going to do a couple things. Surrender. No, they're getting in close to you all and are going to angle their front side of the ship to your starboard side. Uh, we are going into gunnery phase. Uh, so at the beginning of this gunnery phase, your comms spark to life broadcast over every wavelength a holographic image of an Atlante female forms on the bridge of the respites uh, the respites viewer and in uh, like a broken common she says attention packed vessel depower your ship and prepare for boarding 
If you do not turn off your shields, we will see this as an act of war and open fire. There will be no further warnings. Click. Uh, this is indeed going to be the enemy captain taunting you. And I get to roll a d20 and tell you what happens here. Roll a one. Ooh, 13 on the dice. It's super effective. At this level, it is, I believe, DC 18. That is enough, uh, which means <laughs> every single uh, action here in this gunnery phase is going to get a, a negative two, two <laughs> for the taunt. Negative two uh, to each of the characters acting during this phase. Um, oh, good. Yay. If you are successful, each enemy character acting during the selected phase takes a minus two penalty to all checks for 1d4 rounds. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yikes. Yikes, Tykes. Now is the time you actually want me to roll the one. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Maximum oh, round. No. Oh, crap. Negative two to all gunnery phase actions. This is going to hurt. But, but only gunnery phase actions. Yeah. That is correct. The taunts cannot be issued again for like other sections of the ship. You get one taunt basically um, during starship combat. But I might have hopefully uh, saved myself a little bit of whole point damage here. We're, we'll see. Let's get into this gunnery check. Now, um, do you guys want to go ahead and roll first? You are facing your starboard side towards their front side. What weapon do you got? We now have a linked light laser turret. Oh boy. Is that correct, Gilbert and Tyler? Uh, yeah, that's correct. I believe I saw Ibretta uh, screwing in the final bolts on that one. <laughs> Hopefully they don't rattle loose when I make a shot. That is a 23 Ooh. to hit. Oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, first of all, uh, yeah, you added in the negative two. 19 on the dice. If you had um, had a science officer doing the uh, um, the the focus <laughs> action, that would have been a crit. Uh, that is just a super hit, unfortunately. Uh, super hit's still a hit, and that's 4d4 damage, is that correct? Uh, yep. That's two light laser cannons. Ooh. For 11 points of damage. Yikes. <laughs> At the start of combat here. Uh, so you see, Kaz, as you're you're targeting the, the enemy ship. Um, yeah, just your lasers blasting through the front shields, um, taking them down completely and some damage going through to the hull. Yes. Ooh, nice. Yuck, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. And um, that was their front arc? That is their front arc, which is down right now. And uh, you've, you've got a, a gun on your starboard side too, right, Talora? Uh, uh, no, we have one on the forward. And since mm. uh, we are not facing them from the forward arc, I don't think that we can use that. Oh, did you guys take your, your side lasers and put them on a turret? Exactly, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> nice. what we did. Yeah. Okay, so then that's it right for you guys. Um, it is time for the Berzad to shoot. They have, they've got a forward-facing gun and a turret themselves. The, uh, do, do the forward-facing gun first, which is, uh, it is 
small objects that are fired super high speed. It is a coil gun coming at you first. Roll that d20. Ooh, 12 on the dice. What is your new AC for um, for the starship? It is normally 16, but I believe Bumfuzzle may have helped with that. Yeah, so now it's at 18. Okay, 12 on the dice is a hit. Uh, so Koi Gun coming at you with the same amount of damage. This is 4d4 to the starboard. See if I can make something similar happen. Drew rolled a couple fours there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I answered the call. That is 12 points of damage to your sides. How are you doing? All right. Well, we all of our starboard shields have gone out and we've taken some minor hull damage. Oh, boy. Not, of course, enough to be a critical <laughs> amount of damage, but it's a good thing. I've got another shot and we are close enough now that uh, we don't have to wait for gratification. Uh, they send a torpedo in your direction from their turret. Mm. Let's roll. And this is going against your TL, your target lock. What is that? That is going to be with the evade a 20. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. So let's roll a D20 coming at you. Oh 19 on the good. dice. Not good. Ooh, boy. Starting off, starting off rough. That is a super hit. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know how, but I failed a target lock uh, maneuver um, for the, the enemies. I, I rolled a three, and it's only DC 13, but they <laughs> they were not able to get a target lock, so this is... Uh, none of the 19s would have been a crit here, but something something about science officers is worth putting someone in that position. Uh, this is... This is a lot of damage coming at you. 3d6 as a torpedo. There are no shields here. Blasts through your starboard hull side. Let's get some. Let's get some critical damage going. Four three ones. Oh no, not not a ton, but nine points of damage. How much have you taken so far? Uh, we've taken eleven. And what is your CT, your critical threshold these days? Uh, it is eight. Uh, so you, you've crossed over critical threshold once. Uh, let's get to that section and roll up critical. Now, because they did not target a section, this is going to be a random section of the ship. I'm going to roll D100 and see what see what area is affected. Uh, 68 on the dice. Not what you want to see. That is the engines. Uh, condition applies to all pilot checks. So... Now you don't want to roll one if, if that stands. Uh, but we'll see if it stands. That is the end of turn one of combat. We're going back into turn two, back into the the, the engineering phase, where the mechanics often act. What you got, Nikita? You, you sticking, sticking in, or you want to move around? Uh, well, no, we've taken some taken some damage to the engines and that's not good we cannot have weakened engines so we're going to be staying in the engineering bay right right um a single patch it just requires one action and at this level it's just dc 13 right yeah we're still flirting with those uh threes that i need to roll patrick (laughs) okay let's why would you say that as well (laughs) see it there we oh, go. Yes. 
Oh, natural 20. Oh. So, I mean, it doesn't really help out. I don't think it matters how high I roll, but. No. Well, it uh, does if you had taken, like, more critical damage because the DC goes up for every uh, tier of damage and every section that's damage. Okay. You, you can try and repair, like, multiple things at once. But, yes, that is way wasted <laughs> for DC 13. Um, so you are able to get the the engines back online. Uh, let's get into the helm phase. What do we want to do? Are you, are you trusting uh, Bumfuzzle will be able to uh, to outpilot this other ship now? Yes. All right. So you don't want to act. When? Uh, not for the helm phase, no. Let's do that initiative roll off jibber. Um, can I apply the computer's check to the helm phase this turn? Go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm asking. It. I'm asking if I can do it to the helm phase, not just to this roll. Uh, the plus one is to a single d20 roll. Okay. So, um, I, but I don't. I mean, well, it depends on what you want to do for your your piloting action. But I mean, you really yeah. need it for that. Uh, we e- will see. Yeah. Let's let's just let's use it on this one. I wanna I wanna do what I can here. Okay. Ignore my first d20 as this is a. Oh, oh my god. Yes. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna matter. The, so this is the the captain encouraging on the other side, and let me let me roll a twenty now, maybe, and still not good enough. I've rolled a four. Yes. Um, the thirty-two or thirty-three Jepard has rolled is going to be enough, mm-hmm. which means I'm gonna I'm gonna do some movement here. Make a pilot check. Oh no! Oh no! I rolled a two. That's not gonna be good. They are going to kind of move past you. Um, let's get into it. They have moved. They have circled back around to try and get to your aft, but you are able to out pilot. It says Lanty um, in, in the Barazad. Uh, go ahead and move the Phoenix's respite. Okay, yeah. So I think I can uh, sort of fly uh, directly around and uh, get their front arc and our front arc and uh, hopefully uh, open up a hole and and take advantage of that of that uh, that front arc that we've gotten down. Yep. So you've you've kind of circled back around, but kind of the opposite way, which is it's yeah. pretty funny how often actual dogfights kind of make their way into this game. Uh, okay, good. Ooh. I just want to make sure I pass my piloting check to evade. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you're still in in perfect territory here. So yeah, I think even a one, you're you're getting it at this level. Um. So all good there. Let's see. And we're out of their forward arc, right? It's yeah, it goes like it goes like right there, mm. oh. and so we're just outside of their forward arc right now. Yeah, I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, so it, it just just kisses the uh, the side, and I believe that's going to be. Ooh, I'm pretty sure that exact situation is illustrated in the uh, the CRB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's 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 the flying skills that, that you pay bumfuzzle the big bucks for. <laughs> the same amount as uh, It's big bucks to me, buddy. <laughs> uh, so the ships have maneuvered, and I believe I believe it's time for gunnery phase, right? Uh, yes, and um, Wim would like to uh, encourage the gunnery phase. Okay, so this will basically undo the damage the the enemy captain has uh, has done. You see, that beads of sweat run down Kaz's neck. Talar is looking a little 
uh, unsteady at the helm after that torpedo. That is the hoe uh, with a 23. Uh, yep, so that nice. is... Yes. That is, so you can, I believe, encourage uh, one of our two gunners here. Who, who do we want to um, pick on? Who needs it the most? Probably Talara. Talara, but, right, so uh, I'll give to Talara. Re- Rebecca still has a reroll for this season. <laughs> oh, good point. Oh, great oh. Point. Oh, That's the book's point. not over, is it? That's right. All right. <laughs> no, so, no, no. Uh, then it'll, still... go, it'll, it'll go to Kaz then. So Wynn's going to, like, you know, massage his shoulders. <laughs> Relaxes <laughs> the worker like a good soldier, soldier massage. Hey, soldier from a gigantic bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so success. Who wants to fire first? I will. Uh, yeah, go for it, Kaz. Oh no! <sighs> that is going to be an eleven to hit. Um, yeah, that's a that's a miss. Eleven's not gonna do it. Ooh. Ooh. The big guns down. Will the small guns? Uh, back to the wrong pony. Bring it, bring it back. Yeah, no, you should have put all your eggs in the Talara basket because obviously we're getting uh, a, a rerolled shot from her right now. Yeah, probably. All right, so I'm going to use the. Is it a plus one with the computers check or yes. computers? Yes. Okay. Mark Take one duo new. So that'll be a seventeen. Oh, fifteen, I guess, because of the. Mm. Intimidate. That is a hit. Yes. yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, it would That's not miraculous. have been if I had <laughs> evaded and not rolled a, a natural toot there. But go ahead and roll some damage. This is up against the front shields. You see the uh, the shields are reforming there. So All right. So four. Yeah, four d four. Two d four. Sorry. 40, no, uh, it's a no, linked it's light laser cannon. Oh, you linked the... Cannon. Oh, so you... Yeah, they're both linked. You made a new laser cannon. Yeah, well. I was going to say, they're <laughs> actually the same. I mean, the turret is just not on a turret. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, took, we took the two off the port and the starboard and just glued them onto the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, With duct tape. Right, well, that's good <laughs> because glue. you have rolled eight damage, which is enough to burst their shields again. Yes! And yeah. do some hull damage. Awesome. Uh, they are not in critical threshold territory yet, though. Sadly, uh, they get to shoot now, and uh, I'm unhappy that I don't get to use my fun coil gun. But they have port and starboard laser cannons. They did not take them off and <laughs> glue them <laughs> elsewhere. So let me make that first against your uh, front shields. So okay, D20. And with your evade, your AC is. 16? 18. 18. Uh, seven on the dice is a miss. Yes. Uh, so good news there. Bad news is that turreted. Oh, no. A, the, the torpedo launcher on a turret is also going to make an appearance this round. Oh, no. And I'm going to roll d20 for that. Uh, 11 on the dice. Uh, target lock 20 is going to be a hit. So this is against front shields, 3d6 damage. Oh, near minimum damage. It is like a glancing blow that just bounces off your shields and you feel, yeah, just a little bit of space jostled next to your ship. Four points to the front shields. They're still in good working order if my math is right. Which yep. means we are done with turn two. Does anybody else at gunnery phase have the the need to like shake around like they do on Star Trek every time your ship takes a hit? 
<laughs> uh, I do. Yes. <laughs> Not when the shields are are uh, just yeah, but lightly even, jostled. Even, even with Ron, they they jostle. Yeah. I, okay. no, I'm, I'm with you, Drew. <laughs> um, uh, we are on turn three, engineering. Nikithi, what do you want to do? You know, we're aiming for that three again, but this time we're going to divert some power to the damaged starboard shield. Try to get some of the try to get some of those shields back in the game. Right, they were taken down completely, and twenty-two uh, on that engineering yep. check. That'll yeah, that'll oh, yeah. that'll do it. So you so, get what five percent of your PCU back? Yep, and our PCU is ninety. So I believe that just means four points. Yeah, four is more than zero. So mm-hmm. it's true. So that's all. That's all the key he has. Uh, let's go on. Uh, Patrick, if I wanted to do um, taunt, which does it matter which phase? Um, yes. So you taunt in the phase that you want to apply the okay. potential negatives to. So that you can't do it right now if you want to mess up their engineering phase. No. Um, uh, then we're moving on to helm phase. Initiative roll off mode. Um, I'm going to roll a nondescript d20 first. Pay no mind to it. Oh, no. It is a natural 20. Oh. Uh, and now I'm going to roll for initiative. And I've also rolled well on initiative. What what'd you get, Chipper? Uh, I got a 22 on my piloting chick. Okay, that's very good. I've rolled a 16, and that is a captain-encouraged uh, roll, which means you guys got to move first. All right, so what we're going to do, hang in there, gang. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do a flyby. Flyby? No, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. We're going to fire into that front arc. We're going to fire into that front arc this time. We're going to get them down. You guys ready? Don't fail. fail. They get a free shot. This is where you have to pretend like the ship is like shaking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Yes. Yes. yes, you know it. You know wow. it. <laughs> God, natural twenty. There's natural twenties all over this combat that are not hits. <laughs> not uh, shots on target. Ooh, ooh, baby, uh, pretty, pretty darn useful. So, with the flyby, uh, it is a a stunt, a very important stunt that allows you to move as normal, and you can move through the enemy starship's hex which mm. normally doing that and they get like a free shot, you know, like a broadside kind of action. Yeah. But, but you're you're doing the thing where the Millennium Falcon is flying like so close to the ship they can't they can't shoot you. Right. Well, also uh uh it means that on our gunnery phase, we get to shoot any one of our guns into any arc we choose on their ship. Pretty useful. Pretty so useful. we're going to so I, I presume we're going to put the forward arc into their front arc. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like as we're guns. as we're driving by or as yeah. we're flying yeah. by, we're shooting. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're cool. we're sort of doing a maneuver. Where we're sort of, sort of like somersaulting over the top of them, and uh, for a moment, you have a clear shot into their front arc. Oh man, it is like the Millennium Falcon. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dangerous. If you fail it, they get that that free attack. As you yeah. you know don't get in too too close, um, they will continue their movement by uh, kind of coming around the the side of you and they're going to aim at because uh, I don't think I can get around to your starboard arc. They're just going to come and aim at your port side. Not moving too far. Uh, Alright, so 
I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a piloting check. You don't know what this could be. This could be anything. Please, please let me evade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, eight on the dice. Uh, let's let's get into it. Let's go to the gunnery phase where you are shooting uh, as you fly by against the the front arc of the Berizad with your front arc. Kind okay, of make it, making the 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 ships kiss. That would be Talara then. Uh, I was gonna say, well, that's where Wim wants to make the intimidation. Yeah, well, let's do this at the at the beginning here, and because I mean, well, it would only affect the enemy's shooting. But um, this is a this is a hard one. This is DC eighteen to taunt uh, with a tier two vessel. Got this, buddy. I believe. No, oh, Miles, no, Miles, Miles, Miles. What do, what do we talk about? Your skill expertise is. Oh, right. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, goodness. Uh, Miles forgot he was an envoy for a second because a 17 isn't enough, but uh, you get at the very least a one on a D4 for expertise, right? Yes. Ooh, I didn't know. It's a four. Yeah, it's, it's a, expertise is a D6, but that's cool. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, that's a D4. <laughs> <laughs> Envoys are broke. Who needs that? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so Captain Action's pretty important. Um, that's a DC 18. Go ahead and roll uh, an actual D4 for me now that we're waiting for it. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're not using that four. You're too lucky there. <laughs> uh, roll D4, see how many turns this lasts. You could do it again, Miles, I believe. Oh, well, what's wrong with that D4? Because you didn't know what you're rolling it for. <laughs> you told me to roll a D4. That's why I did it. <laughs> I'll roll it for you. How about that? What'd you get, Miles? Two. So two rounds, I believe you both enemy ships uh, now are taunted in their gunnery phase for the next two rounds. Nice. Basically, it's uh, it's mooting uh, all the benefits I was getting there. You guys missed a couple times, which is very sweet. Very sweet to my, my sweet enemy ship. Uh, let's see if that is going to affect them. First, Talara, you want to make your attack? Yeah, and I'm going to use one of the computer's bonuses. Okay. A plus one going to your attack. Oh, not great. That's a 14. No, uh, less than that. 12 because of the uh, intimidate. Ooh, that is a miss. Reroll. I re could reroll. Re I'm not going to get another chance, right? If the ship goes down, a reroll could save your life is all I'm saying. I mean, it could, or it could save my life now. Who knows? All right, so <laughs> not going down to begin with? <laughs> I'm going to reroll. All right, that's a little better. That's a little better. better. That's a 19. Um, that is a hit. Go ahead and light up the front arc. All right. Six damage. Ooh, that is enough to drop their shields completely there, opening the way, and um, a little bit of hold point damage goes through. You see a couple of laser blasts scoring the front of the vessel, but imagine uh, that opening is enough for Kaz. Yeah. A Kaz to potentially do something great here. Do we still have another computer's edition? We do. Then I'm going to use that, baby. Plus one. Drew. Come on, Drew. Ah, it's a 12. Womp, womp. That is a miss. Oh, <laughs> oh this combat might last a while. We might be going oh, on. Oh, man. Oh, I hate this. 
because first things first, they're going to fire back at your port side with their coil gun. Uh, I've already used my encourage, so this is just straight T20 minus two. Uh, ooh, ooh, no. You did not evade this turn, though, which means your AC is... 16. 16. Uh, 10 on the dice, minus 2, is a hit. Ooh, Ooh yeah, needed uh, The evade would have made that a miss, but we're going offense. So, 3, 4, D4, coming at the port side, which has not been hit yet. Oh, it's been hit now. 12 oh, points of damage. What? Ouch. Three, 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 three. All threes on these dice. Uh, how much uh, hole damage is that taking? Is that four? Uh, no, that's only uh, that's only two. two. Oh, I'm sorry. What what's the um, port and starboard sides? Uh, it's ten, 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 ten. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We started. Yeah, we started at like, even shields. Yeah. So two points. Okay. Just to recap, if if, if you need to recap, we have uh, six in forward, four on starboard, zero on port. 10 and aft and we're at 27 out of 40 whole points yeah yep um okay so that is the coil gun clearing the way for oh you guessed it another torpedo action coming at you a d20 against your target lock uh now of 18 yes come on d20 come on d20 oh we're gonna die 18 yeah. on the dice. Yeah, this is this is it, folks. Yep. Come yep. on, sixes. Oh no, pretty pretty average damage. Nine points of damage, but <laughs> that is going to be another critical threshold. And I did not use my. <laughs> I forgot to roll the lock on, which means we're going for a random D100 and see what happens. Uh, oh gosh, I almost got these numbers backwards. There's a 38, not an 83. A 38 is the weapons array. Uh, randomly determining an arc and uh, all gunnery actions in that uh, will count. So what you don't want right now is me to roll a 1 on a 1d4 because that's going to be your front arc. Okay. Let's go ahead and... Alright, so 4, that is going to be the port side, which is just the turret. Um, but that is up to you as... That is the end of turn three. We move into engineering phase. If that is something you want to fix, Nikithi. I don't know, guys. Do I restore shields, or do I fix the, or do I try to fix well, the glitch? And we could also, uh, Talara. What's your computer score? Uh, <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, it's trained only. Oh, so then never mind. Can't, do, can't it. do it. Yeah. No, it's uh, either either I fix. I mean, it's either I fix the glitch or I try to keep. Uh, push in, uh, or I bring the port shields back up. I mean, well, so so, so the critical effect didn't hit the turret, right? Uh, turret accounts as being in all arcs. It is. Oh, so it is that's damaged. that's what's glitching right now. So the turret oh, is glitching. Okay. Like I feel like we have to fix that. Otherwise, unless okay. our piloting is amazing, like we're gonna be screwed. It, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I'll do it. Well, but it's what only, if, what it, if it's, they make it. If they make it to our port side and they hit us with both things, we're dead. That's, yeah, so, we're so either that's way, it's all up to the pilot. So, but right? yeah. So yeah. basically, here's the deal: it's minus four for for the turret at this point right now, right? No, I thought it was minus two. Well, minus, two, minus my, two. 
Well, minus four with the oh, remaining. With the, oh, right. Okay, the, I'll fix the that. last round. This is the la yeah, the last round of it. Okay. Okay. I'll, let me let me try to fix let me try to fix the turret. I, I would um, fix the shields, man. I'd fix the shields because we're we need to survive. If we can survive another turn, then we're back to then we can fix the turret the next round. I know it's minus four, but if we can get a good pilot check, we can still get in the front arc and do some damage. I feel okay. like survivability is... The, I mean, am I wrong? Is, is survivability not the, the, the paramount here? I mean, we haven't hit their first critical threshold, so yeah, we need... We need like, we're need we not about to like do some devastating thing to them. And it would make uh, a difference if I had hit the last two turns with this turret, but I haven't. So, <laughs> I mean, it could happen this time, sure, but I feel like keeping those shields up in order to have shields on all quadrants is more important. <laughs> Okay, then let's try and fix these port shields. Need a need a three or better. Got it. So uh, you see them, the port shields limp, limp up. <laughs> Four points back, great. Yeah, not uh -oh. not a lot, but could save us. That could save your life. Yes. Um, excellent, excellent. I'm not gonna forget to roll my engineering phase action. And roll a 14. Let's move on to helm phase. Uh, when are you uh, acting as captain this phase, or do you want to hold off till gunnery? Um, I will encourage the pilot. Okay, go right ahead. Oh, boy. 25. Hey, good, good, good. We need to keep rolling well. All right, let's... Um, Let's go ahead, and I'm just going to do a straight roll-off. No encouragement for me. Let's make that initiative check. Very important initiative check for turn four. Ooh, okay. Yes. I've rolled a nine on the dice. That's, I think, my uh, one of my lowest initiative rolls so far. All right, here we go. Yeah, there, there we go. go. There yeah. you go. You blew me away with a 27. Oh. Uh, so I think it's go time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's go time. These Aslanti are battle hardened and they are oh, also no. pretty wild. They're going to try fly by themselves. Dude, you oh, suck. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, you guys don't think I can do that as well? <laughs> I can do that as well. So let me roll that D20. They're coming right through. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, yes. yes! Oh, yes! I've rolled an eight on the dice. Shoot him in the face. I really wanted to take down that uh, uh, the port side now that it was weakened. But uh, you guys get a free attack as they're able to limp forward and not make the same move that Bumfuzzle just did. An eight on the dice. I'm so pronking close to that dice roll. Uh, that was a 17. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so where, where can we make that attack from? Uh, you can, I believe, make it from any arc. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, Talara. Backwards. Right. It's on you. So is this my only shot? or no, this is a free, this is free a, shot. This is a free this one. Is a free okay. one, which is insane. Yeah, this so is big. If they fail, they move forward as, as described in normal movement, but um, the the movement provokes a free attack from, from the starship, and I'm pretty sure it's basically the same way as if they had succeeded in a flyby. Okay, do I still have the negative two? Uh, yes. This turn, correct, yes. Okay, so that's well, a 12. 
you know what? I'm going to say no because the taunt is very specific to the gunnery phase. We are still in Helm. Oh, oh, that oh that that's sense. true. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so that's a 14. That is a hit. Yes. <laughs> nice. All right. Damage is going to be, oh, pretty good. 13. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Good job, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this gambit did not play up. I was I was very excited. I got I've written up Buku rules for what happens when your starship crashes on the Condus. I, I wrote them I wrote them all afternoon long. Uh, I really, really wanted to get to them. You've got um, you, you have time. Boy, you still have time. Uh, yeah, no, it may still happen. Just uh nearly caught up in damage, I will say. I will say. Wow. Uh first tell me what arc you're going against. Oh, uh, ooh. Uh, forward arc, we can put a bunch Ron. of damage on. Forward? Yeah, yeah let's do forward. Just keep hammering forward. Okay, we have uh, gone past a critical threshold, so yes. go ahead and roll a d100. I, I would say Rebecca. Yep. All right, do I, I'll do that. I'll do that. Sorry, I have to set my dice. It's a 29. Uh, 29 is their sensors. Not a big one. Not a huge. Not a great oh, well. one. Still, still great damage. Yes. And it will it will help prevent them targeting systems, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I it is. He hasn't easy. been doing that anyway. <laughs> well, I need I need to more because I don't want to waste another nineteen. Um, but still, damage on the board for free. Their movement's done, and uh, Bumfuzzle, you get to move. Um, and right now, see. their front shields are completely down. Right. Let's see here. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. You're, you're putting yourself potentially in their front arc, too. Yeah, we can come to right here. And uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have a good shot on their front arc. But So you want to go for their port side? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay. So let's, yeah, let's sort of fly around. And we're going to come in on their port side this time. Uh, we we sort of do want to stay out of that front arc as much as possible, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good idea. And I'm going to just pull right up in close and prepare my gunners to blow them away. And we haven't used any computers checks yet. Well, do you want to make any stunts or any... Uh, oh, oh, right. Yeah. Evade because they got yeah, a torpedo launcher. I definitely want to evade. Yeah, definitely wanna evade so. yeah. There you go. You um, okay, and I, I forgot. I get a piloting check. Let me we'll try that as well. Okay. They, they've... Oh, no, they, they already did their piloting check. Yeah, they did their piloting they check when they got shot in the Ailed. face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you just wasted that 19 on the gunnery. Oh, boy. Um, that is very unfortunate because their armor class isn't great, and we are headed into the gunnery. Oh, no, wait, I'm not dumb. I'm using my science officer because I have a, a larger crew than you to target lock system. All right, and I'm wasting 18s on science <laughs> Locked on for forever. Oh, then it's all up to the gunners. All up Come to this on. guy. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm not expecting much out of this, guys. I'm sorry. I'm a minus three right now. Just don't forget that computer. Because well, I'm using the computer's yeah. check. Yeah, yeah. Last turn of this negative two. Oh, that is not great. That is going to be an 11. 11's a miss. Eight on the dice is a miss. Is it going to be a Talara win this game? Rebecca. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. All right. Fire, fire in the front guns again. 
Oh, that's a 11. No, yeah. it's a 12 with the computers. 12 is a miss as well. Oh boy. <laughs> but we're out of we're out of the the taunt, so we no longer have that minus 2. All right. Sure. All right. They are still in the taunt, and I'm going to open up on your front. I'm going to open up with the laser, light laser cannon first on the uh, the Bears Ads port side. A 17 on the dice is a hit. And 2d4. Seven points of damage. Shields down. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Things are getting dangerous because, once again, a torpedo is fired from that turret, and this guy has been... He's been rolling rocks so far. Uh, the target lock is 20. Uh, correct. All right. Torpedo coming at you. Oh, and thank you. on the dice. Thank you. So the torpedo goes beep, 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 and just passes right by the ship. <laughs> oh, man. And then that the, com- the computers on the ship start beeping again. They go beep, 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 beep. Uh, these are quantum torpedoes. Oh my god! Which is a great little ability I've not been able to use so far because they've hit every time. I get to re-roll missed attack roll with them. Oh no! <sighs> what? Can I, can oh, I roll lame. two eights in a row? That's such garbage. Can I roll two eights in a row? No. Nope. Yes. Oh yes! Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes beep 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an eight and a three. Oh boy! That's huge. I don't Hubris. like that at all. Hubris. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw they had quantum torpedoes. I was like, that's not good. Uh, but this is this is rough still. You guys are nearly even in this damage race. Uh, we're going on to turn five. You all are out of the taunting engineering. What do you got, Nakeith? I think we just got to do shields. Yeah, it's only a minus two now instead of a minus four, which is yeah. still not great, but uh, I'm, I've been rolling so poorly that I wouldn't waste it on me. Three or higher. We need to fix these forward shields. We do. Now we have four in the forward, four on port, and four on starboard. The aft is sitting pretty at 10. Okay. All right. So I'm engineering on my phase. And we are in helm territory uh when are you acting here we want to move towards gunnery i'm gonna work to gunnery Alrighty, bum fuzzle it is on to you i'm gonna roll a nondescript d20 first oh boy and i wasted my 20 on a dc 15 captain's check so <laughs> they're encouraged on the other side but yeah. oh boy oh man i thought that was one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I rolled. I rolled a thirteen on my piling check. I have to look up some rules because we have both rolled twenty-four. Oh, oh man! Oh man! So is it just whoever has the higher check, or oh, uh, this has not happened in? Maybe whoever has the most ranks in piloting. That that would that be my makes, guess. That makes. Let's make bets about what the rules say. Uh, oh. my, my, my imagine <laughs> I, I would imagine that it's it's similar to initiative where it's whoever has the higher initiative like modifier well, that's why I say whoever has the most ranks in piloting but those are two different things that just goes to the person with the highest level um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's something yeah. uh, worse I'm just gonna say it's uh, what 
uh, whoever has whoever's the pilot's name in alphabetical order. I point. hate you, Tyler. That makes <laughs> yes, that's a great idea. I like that one. Um, right. So, <laughs> oh, you foolish fool! You you're fighting a a Ron. If there is a tie, the pilot with fewer ranks must move their starship first, which means they. Look at that! I was yeah. right. Uh, yeah. uh, it's Good like call. it makes perfect sense. How many ranks does a a sweet sweet bumfuzzle have? I mean, I have as many ranks as I have levels. I got three. <laughs> three. Three, and you think that'll be enough? Let me double check here. Okay. That will be enough. I have two ranks. Yes! Oh, yes! Yeah! yes! Gross. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, okay. Awesome. So, once again, I'm moving first. I think you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Are you going to fly by again? I've got to. I've got Dude, to. This game no. Together. They're, I mean, they're doing pretty well, and they, I mean, uh, you, you can't see what's going on in the enemy ship, but they are like flagellating themselves over being hit <laughs> once. So they're like, they're ready to uh, go all in to destroy you all. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. Patrick, stop. I'm going to try it. Fly by attack. Ooh, that's a mob. Uh, uh, 15 on the dice. They're going to move through. Well, they're, they're closest to your front arc. They're going to shoot through your front arc and move right to the back side. And they're going to try. They are going to try that front arc and with the coil gun. Uh, now you. I mean, just to be clear, that's in the gunnery phase. That is. Yeah. They do not get a free attack for fly us. Just in the gunnery phase, they get to fire any one arc at any one arc of ours. Oh, I thought we did it in the, the helm phase last time. No, no, no. No, we took only our the helm phase theme. when you goofed it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's, it will be fired against the front arc, but that that's, makes perfect sense because they might not get a chance to use that coil gun because <laughs> they're moving first. So let me write that down. Coil. Uh, that means you get to move. So we just shot against their port, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we keep going there. Yeah, so we could just get right up on them. Well, so do they have a gun on their port? A we... light laser cannon, yeah. So we, we are potentially opening ourselves up to three attacks to our front arc with their turret, their their flyby, and their port gun. Do we want to... Do we... I know we want to use our forward no, gun. But... No, well, oh, I guess I guess they do get to make three attacks, don't they? Yeah. yeah so just... they get that the 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 free flyby attack, um, and um, yeah, I mean it's up to you. Um, could be could be a weaker side that port side. Right. This is I guess the other thing to keep in mind. Um, we haven't. We've only broken through one of their crit- critical thresholds. Yeah. So which means we're only. We're not even sixty percent through their through their hit points yet. No. You've got two options in front of you. One is to to go hard on their their port side, or, or two maybe angle. Uh, I don't know if you even want to shoot right now. Angle your aft towards them, and and have that aft shielding, which is still at full go defense. What is Captain Wynn say right now? Are we going? We're going offense. You you guys are seemingly playing a little bit hurt. Or are you going going defense mode? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we should play defensively. I'm gonna play uh, defensively. Bumfuzzle, are you okay with that? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I can kind of point my, I can kind of point her aft at the, at the enemy ship here. So I'm going to sort of like, sort of like serpentine around mm-hmm. and, um, and try to show our aft to the other ship, uh, while still giving Kaz a chance to, uh, lay down some heavy fire. It will be all on Kaz here in the turret. Um, let's get to the gunnery phase. Um, when, what would you like to do? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> we've only got the one, the one gun, the turret now, but you have a couple options. He wants to encourage. Yeah. Now, but I kind of want to he nailed every encourage and that will negate the, the glitch in his gun. But if you demand, give him a plus two. Yeah. I'm looking at that as well. Mm. You can only do one demand per character, uh, basically per combat, but who's, who's shooting. Only Me. Kaz. Only Kaz. All right. So I will demand for Kaz. This is an intimidate check. DC 18. At least he's got expertise. There you go. Doesn't need it. That'll do. Okay, so uh, let me me do some rolls first. I'm going to knock these off. First against your front arc, the coil gun. Oh, no. Yes. I saw saw it on the dice, the 20, and then it, like, bounced onto the two. Full miss. We needed that. We needed that so As hard as possible. Uh, all right, and I'm going to shoot the port side light laser cannon. Thank you, one. Uh, what is your your AC? You uh, did, did evade. evade, right? Yeah, we did evade. Yeah, so, so 18. 18. Uh, that is a miss. Oh, <sighs> seven on the no. dice. All right, it, come on, you stupid torpedo! <laughs> it is torpedo <laughs> time, or is it? No, I'm not going to fire my torpedo, uh, which means it is Kaz's turn. Okay, so with the with the demand, I have a, instead of a minus two, I have a plus two, correct? That is correct. And I know we still have some computer uh, bonuses we can add. Can I add both of those to one attack, or is that just a one per? So it is a one. Uh, mark one, which means just the one for a d20. Right, I'm still going to use one. So that's plus three. It's a 14. Uh, that means exactly what you needed. Yes. Oh, right, right within range with the, the linked laser cannons. Um, and because once again, uh, I was not able to evade this turn, uh, go ahead and roll me some damage on the court side. 44. Here we go. That is you 10. He said 44. He said 44. <laughs> <laughs> that is 10 damage. Uh, all right, so you see some of it uh, absorbed by the port side shields, which have come back up, but that is enough to get another critical threshold. Yes! Oh, man. Random! Oh, okay, not sensors, not sensors, not sensors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you get to roll this, Drew. Here we go. 18. Oh. Uh, 18 is indeed sensors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and if it makes you feel better, oh, they are. They're um, malfunctioning now. They're beyond glitching because I didn't didn't care to repair. <laughs> <laughs> we are on to turn six of combat. Uh, Nikithi, what do you want to do? All right. Uh, uh, maybe maybe Nikithi hails uh, wind and says, 
Captain, I could take a risky maneuver by trying to divert power to multiple systems of the ship, or I could fix the turret. Any preference? Fix the turret. Ooh. It going, shall be. Going shall offense. Be <laughs> so we're going to try and patch, 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 oh, patch. No. Oh. Ooh, boy. Ooh, don't like to see time. those. You, you don't still have a reroll for this season, do you? No, we are out of rerolls. That is a one on the engineering check. One of two things you could roll to fail the DC 13. <sighs> Gun's still glitching. Gun's still glitching. Oh, um, good. Helm fades. What do we want to do? Miles, reacting here, reacting gunnery. Gunnery. Then let's see here. Uh, we're doing straight initial rolls. Straight initiative. Bump vessel. Let's go. All right, here we go. Oh, no. I've rolled. Yeah, yes. baby. <laughs> I've rolled very low, and you've rolled Burn. very high. Da 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 da. Only oh. skill checks. Yeah, I was about to say, this is like <laughs> second or third natural 20 on a piloting check. I'm just going to go here, and uh, they're just going to come and try and keep pace alongside your ship. Uh, putting their port into your starboard. Now, what would you like to do? Hmm. Can you know what I'd really like to do? <laughs> Don't you dare say bye bye. Uh, no, I kind of want to do a back off. Oh. I do a back off and then uh, fire into their port shields again. Okay, so uh, backing off, moving backwards, which would put your forward into their port, right? Uh, correct, yeah. Now, can you fail the back off maneuver? Uh, uh, I believe it is also 10 plus easy. one and a half. Yeah, so it's I think it's 13. 13. Yep. Nope. Uh, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Whee! Sliding back, uh, basically, as they're like putting all power to the engines to move forward to catch up with you, you're just like, not today. <laughs> and slide backwards. Reverse thrusters go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's keeping their coil gun out of range. Uh, let's get into uh, gunnery. Uh, let's get into shooting. All right. You got a um, plus one from the computer, I'm guessing. Yep. So this is at a negative one. Let's do it. Nope. Oh, no. That's a natural two. Oh, oh man! You might, you guys might need to switch position. Roll like, yeah. <laughs> well, roll like absolute garbage. Well, it's switch positions doesn't matter because I, I mean this is still minus two for everything. Not that it would help with the toot, but it's a good well. point. Uh, they have demanded of their torpedo bays to to lock onto you and not miss this time. So let's let's try. Maybe this is their last torpedo. Come against your starboard side, right? Yeah, I think it's I think it's limited fire five, and then it takes ten minutes to uh, uh, replace them. So I think this is the last last one they got. D twenty coming at you. Oh no! Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, yes. wait. Okay, wait. quantum time. Quantum, quantum time. time. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 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 Need it. Oh, uh, twelve on that. Oh. Uh, that is a hit. Thank goodness, Jeez Louise, um, and this is this is indeed. I will I will part the curtain for you all. This is the last torpedo I have. Less an injury? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Thirteen oh, points. Oh, that's not good. Uh, which is nine whole points. Is that to forward or starboard? Starboard. They are the same right now. 
which means uh, we are not yet in that last critical threshold. But you guys aren't aren't doing too well. Well, we have passed one more. Yeah. Uh, twenty. Oh, yes, correct. Passed one. Uh, Sixteen. Passed one. So let me go ahead and not roll a D one hundred because this is going to your guns. Locked onto guns, which means it is a D four for a random arc. You don't want me to roll this one right now. Ooh. Oh no. That is the front arc this time. Dude. Yeah. Uh, and bad things. Bad things happening to the ship as you take another torpedo hit. There are red lights flashing on the, the bridge of the, the Phoenix's respite. Turn six, a rough one. Turn seven, Nikithi. Stuff is happening very, very bad in the engine room. You see uh, both... The, the, the turret and the the laser cannons on front uh, seem to be glitching. Should we balance the shields? Can't you do that? It's a science officer thing. It's a science yeah. officer. And it wouldn't, it really wouldn't be all that great because it just lets me redistribute things. And we only have 18 total. So, and all, the, so everything has to be even and then the leftover goes into the front arc. So, I mean, that's not bad though. I mean, the aft hasn't even no, taken yeah. any okay. damage. Okay, that's fine. But we have Let's two, do that. But we have two glitching systems, so do we want to waste the time to do that? I mean, I I have a computer. I, I, I am trained in computers, but I have nothing bonus to computers. I could leave my turret to balance the shields while Nikithi tries to fix something. The the DC is 15, or no, what's the DC for balance? Uh, the Probably DC also is 13. Ten, is 10 plus one and a half times, so it's 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Miles, what's Wynn's computer score? Uh, Wynn's computer score... He's a hyper-intelligent bear. Is uh, plus eight. I mean, we, could go, try we could go without a captain this round to rebalance the shields. If he succeeds, yeah. You've already used both of the demands on your gunners. Is that something... Uh, when feels confident doing trying yeah. to get that science action going yeah um okay let me roll an engineering check let's go to that miles you want to make that uh computer check sure and you, like automatically uh, 23 baby yeah. you automatically give four points back right uh, yeah so now we have 22 points that we can or 22 shield points that we can evenly distribute Right. What would you like to do? Well, I think that means that's going to be five everywhere and seven up front. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that the uh, that the facts said that when you use redistribute, uh, you can put them anywhere you want. Yes, that was that was a, a, a welcome uh, addition. Oh, so awesome! Yeah. Awesome. But so yes, if you want to put them in the front, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've uh, made the adjustments. We're ready to go. So seven front and five everywhere else. Five All right. Rounds. Good Ooh, job. That was a that was a big roll. With yeah. Miles. Yeah, for sure. Making my captain's check on helm, and um, let's go to initiative rolls. D twenty for me. Oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, somehow, yes! somehow, I'm just, I'm not, I'm staying out of the single digits. I'm staying uh, out. I rolled another four, uh, even with an encouraged pilot. I've got to move first, which means we are 
Gotta, we gotta make a lot of turns to get back to where you've backed off to. We're just gonna come right up and, and kiss ships front to front. Uh, they, they, yeah, they look like they're almost at ramming speed, not an action in this game, but they're coming right at you. <laughs> do it, Jabert. Do it, Jabert. Do it. Do it. I am going to fly by. Use it. Use the computers. Use the computer. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna use a computer. A computers for this one. Oh gosh, I gotta stretch it out. Hang on. Oh, oh you got it. it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is huge. Yes. Yes. That yes. <laughs> so was a twenty-six. Dice. Yeah, twenty-six. Yes. Check. Uh, you know. You know what I might do? I might uh, uh, start to turn and uh, sort of come sort of like around like this. Um, Okay, right now, sort of, where, where you've moved the ship, you're in their port side. Uh, right. And you've got them in your starboard. Right, yeah, yeah. But but I get to, but since we did the flyby, we get to shoot at whatever arc we want, right? Uh, with, yes, with the uh, the front arc. Yes, so. perfect. That, that is pretty useful. Yeah. I, might, I might stay back here in sort of their aft right yeah, now. Because that, that way now Rebecca can shoot at the front or Rebecca can shoot to do the flyby and Kaz can shoot yeah. because of the turn. Go ahead. Yeah. What, what, uh, who wants to go first? Rebecca, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so this, I'm going to use a computer's, uh, bonus for this, okay. which I think is the second, right? Yeah. It's the last one we have. Yeah. That's a 14. That is a miss. Oh yes. no. They were able to evade this turn. Oh man. Oh. What do you roll on the dice? A nine? Gonna need higher than that. Um, <laughs> okay, so I can only attack the aft. I'm not in any range to hit the port. Aft it up. Aft indeed. Here we go. Crunkin'. <laughs> oh, no. A three on the dice. Oh, Gave you guys every... More than a single digit this time. <laughs> every opportunity, but... Yeah, Are no, you sure I, you're rolling D20s, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what have you been rolling like D8s the whole time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this stinks, and I don't like it because this information you would have got if you had scanned early on. They do not fire back. They have no weapons to fire at their aft arc now. Oh, yes. Oh, because the turret <laughs> is out. We've got them now. Oh, We've got man. a torpedo. Yeah, yeah. I knew that they had one in the port arc. I knew they had one in the starboard. I wasn't sure. And Patrick was like, yeah, this 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 ship's a lot like yours. And I was just like, well, our original one didn't have any in the aft. So I don't know. Let's see. Aft, aft side, my only weakness. Um, okay. Uh, turn eight. Uh, yeah, without a scan, you, you're like, why aren't they firing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, and Nikithi, you've got some glitching weapons. You've got some shields you can boost up. What do you want to do? Well, now that we, uh, you know, now that our suspicions have been confirmed of their aft side weakness, I think it's just best to try and fix these guns so that they can take out, take them out. Do you want to try for both? Because that is a, is a more difficult patch. It's a, a 13 for a single patch, I believe. Um, you can increase the DC by five in order to um, do multiple ones and lower the amount of actions. So basically you can do two actions and try and patch them at DC 18, I believe. If you fail, you fail. You're wasting Let's do it. I feel comfortable. Uh, they're out of torpedoes. We've got shields distributed. Uh, let's try it. 
go big. Oh, jeez. Pronking, pronk, Tyler. <laughs> 18 is exactly what you needed. Yes. Guns are fixed. Yes. Goodness. That was very close, Woo. listeners. That was very close. <laughs> very, very close. Okay. Uh, and let's go on to Helm. I'm rolling a nondescript dice here. Uh, Miles, oh, are you moving back to the captain's chair? Yes. Do you want to act this turn, Miles? Uh, no. All right, let's go ahead and roll initiative. I am rolling a 18 on the dice. Oh, oh no. Uh, I busted out a 14. I got a 26. Oh, no. Uh, they get to move second. All right. Let's see here. Could we turn and burn to put our aft in their face? I mean, yeah, so flip and burn would sort of, like, just point our starboard at them right now. So... We would probably want to. I mean, I definitely want to evade for this. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I don't think I can get in for a flyby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I can get in for a flyby. Oh no! <laughs> oh, this is gonna bite us into. This is gonna this bite is, us. These pronkers think they're crazy. Maybe they haven't oh. seen Bumfuzzle yet. <laughs> yeah, Bumfuzzle is mad. Oh no, they're crazy! crazy. Oh no! Oh. Can boy. you take a computer's plus one for that? Is that gonna make a difference? No, it's not gonna make a difference. This is an 18 DC. So Ooh, no. we are taking a free shot. Jabert, come on, man. Ten on. Uh, no, two on the dice. Fifteen <laughs> total won't do it. Um. The free shot at uh, towards any arc, or yeah, towards any arc. Okay. Oh, so, good. But they don't. I mean, they don't know that we've rebalanced our shields, so you know. Yeah. No, they're gonna come up uh, and oops, angle their front uh, back on your port side, and they're gonna get a, a um, the only weapons they have left besides that. Uh, their uh, starboard and port laser cannons against, um, I think they're going to go against your aft for the free shot. Like, as you mess up the flyby, they're just, like, taking a quick pot shot. So let me do that first against the aft. Natural 20 on the dice. Oh, that's, that'll, that'll do it. Natural 20 on well, the dice. Well, they don't double the damage, so. No. Yeah, but do we still need to call somebody out? Oh, oh never oh, mind. You crocking. Oh, cosmic crit. Everybody, those shields in the back are five. They are down, and you take another three whole points, which means... Another critical. Two criticals. One for the 20 and one for... Right. The sweet, sweet baby Janes. Um... Jaberna blame you for everything. Yeah, well, it's all my fault. That's true. <laughs> um, Drew, you haven't hit. Like, yeah, yeah, Drew, roll higher than a five, and uh, we'll talk. I'll buy you a coffee if you roll higher than a six. <laughs> I rolled a nineteen the first. The I'll send you a Snickers bar if you roll higher than an eight, Drew. Oh man, what do I have to do to get you to roll higher than a ten? <laughs> Nikiti's gonna hide in a in a cargo box so he can maybe take less damage when we hit the ground. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so these are both coming against the weapons array. Not good. D force coming at you. One is the front. I've rolled a one, and second one 
is against the aft. So turret still glitching, front weapon still glitching, and that's not the end of my turn. I am firing your against your port sides with the fronts. But I've rolled a five on this dice, which means it's very much a mess. Alright. Um big gun. Meist. Uh, the coil gun. Uh so uh it's it's Drew's turn, right? Drew. Yes. Drew, we- so well here's so so here's the situation, because these ha- attacks happen at the same time, so this glitching system does not affect this. Does not goal. affect it this right. round. Yeah. Okay. We, I still, Drew, I still need you to get a hit. I still I'm need. I'm gonna you. encourage. Thank oh, you. Oh, nice. Please. Smart. Okay. Smart. Twenty-three. Twenty-three is encouraged. Nice. So that's a plus um, two, and I still have a computer's plus one for this. This is a plus three for this, right? Uh, yeah. Well, both of the uh, guns were patched, correct? By yes. Nick. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you rolled just an 18. So, yes, right now, got those those sweet, sweet plus three bonus. This is huge. <sighs> no pressure, Drew, just all oh. the pressure. 18. Yes. 18's a hit. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Drew, Drew, I love you. I saw the nine and I panicked. I immediately I knew. <laughs> uh, so, this is, does this hit forward? This is their forward. Okay, that's 44. Here we go. Come on, baby. No whammies. 13 <laughs> points of damage. Pretty good. Jeez Louise. Good okay. job. That is another critical threshold. Yes. yes. Oh. All right, weapons. Do not roll sensors. Do not. Jeez Louise. Do not. Here we go, D100. Let's do this, baby. Two. Oh, my God. That's sensors. That's sensors. <laughs> no, two is life support. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All captain actions. Take it. Um, which doesn't hurt because that is where I'm gonna probably. I'm actually gonna fix that one. Uh, we're not out of it yet. You guys aren't dead yet. We're back to engineering phase. Gonna have to divert some power, get those aft shields back up and running. All right. And they are. So four points back in the aft. Yep. Oakley Doakley. Helm phase, very important helm phase. All right, I'm thinking I might take a plus one on this one. <laughs> I, I would. We need, yeah, these. yeah, need these to work. Not, not my. I'm gonna, I had some close ones. Gonna captain roll here for an encourage. Oh okay. boy, I need it. I need it. All right, so initiative roll time. All, All right, versus the Atlanti pilot. Rolled an 18 on mine. Oh, oh boy. fuck. Come oh, on! If there was going to be one time to low roll, uh, that, was, that was probably it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, no. Yeah, you rolled a six on that dice. Go ahead and move first. Don't you don't you dare tell me. <laughs> don't you dare tell me you're doing a fly. <laughs> I'm going to do a fly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one second. I have, to, I have to check and see if I have the movement to do that. Oh, <laughs> Shabert, you're killing me, man. You're getting killed. Three, four, five, six. I can do it. it. Come on, man. Oh, no. I mean, (sighs) Puzzle's gone mad. He's gone mad. Uh... You should have never let this goblin fly your your airplane. (laughs) That's that's what I'm thinking. Um, All right. Bumpfuzzle's going to do something that he almost never does. He looks at his captain. <laughs> What's the call, captain? 
What am I? What am I? I mean, just uh, telling you whether I'm um, a flyby. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you want me to do a flyby, or like, would you prefer for me to uh, just sort of come around on him and uh, uh, do an evade? I'm happy to do an evade. That actually sounds better to me. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Let's do that. Let, <clears throat> let's try an evade. <laughs> <laughs> So but for the con, for the con, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna like sort of come around like this, and yeah, we'll do like that. We're gonna come around on their port side and uh, do some evading action. Probably. It's all good. Uh, I figured I will give you guys like a fighting chance by making a flyby attack against you. <sighs> My <laughs> buys uh, are just so too intense. Oh yeah, they are. They are high risk, high reward slash failure, and they're going to end up kind of moving a little catty corner and eventually right next to you. Now, oh, I really need to roll well on this piloting check. Need a one here, bad. A thirteen on the dice is going to do it. <laughs> Free attack, and that's going to be that f- their front arc uh, against your front arc. I've already used my my captains, right? So gunnery phase. When? Who do you want? Who do you you feel here? Um, well, I think only right now. Kaz is the only one that can attack. It's just Kaz. Yeah. Oh, Kaz. So I'll, I'll I'll encourage Kaz again. The twenty six. All right, keeping it going. And I'll take that plus one from the computers. <laughs> All right, now you've got the glitching guns, right? Yes, so this is just going to be a plus one because the captain's... Yeah. Yeah. I turn it around here, Drew. Oh, my God. (sighs) It's a 12. That is a miss. So Kaz is going to step down from the turret in the next turn and tell Talara to step up to the turret, and he's going to take the front arc. I mean, there are so many alarms and like uh, what sounds like air escaping into space. Uh, Some terrible things happening with the ship right now. Metal bending and and burning. You're going to have to scream at her uh, or like run to her position to get her to to switch up. Uh, But in the meantime, another shot is coming at your front arcs. The coil gun. Oh my goodness. Uh, Seven on the dice I think is a miss. Versus an 18. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. At least we got that. That's minor victory. <laughs> but I also have the port to your starboard light laser cannons. Come on. Come on, please. Uh, nine on the dice. I think. No, that's still a miss, too. <laughs> at, the, at this point, I didn't. It is so good. I didn't encourage. Dang. Okay. I was really hoping to wrap it up here and put you guys to bed, but we're going on. Next turn, Keithy. Got two more uh, glitching guns. Oh, right. Glitching guns. Dang it. Uh, glitching guns or shields, because we could really use either. Yeah, I, I would. I, I don't know, man. I would just. Uh, I'd just say. Uh, Go for those guns. Just get those guns up, because we're not well, gonna we're not gonna survive another direct hit. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Both of them. We got two, man. Okay. Ride or die, Nikith. You were ride or die. Okay. I need eight or better. Eight or better. Can I take one of those plus ones, maybe? <laughs> Do it. Go for take it. Take it. I'm taking a plus one. 
Twenty-nine. Yeah, I rolled a. I rolled a. I rolled a super patch, I guess. <laughs> uh, so uh, helm phase. Uh, I'm not <laughs> encouraging, which means I'm straight rolling initiative. What do you okay. Want uh, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll that initiative right on with you. You ready to go? Oh yeah. Two, one. Here we go. Ooh, 15 on the dice for me, 16 for you. They're moving first. Yes. Huge roll, huge roll. And they're just gonna kind of move forward a bit and try and turn back onto you. Mm -mm -mm. Here and yeah, just turning their their port side to you. Go ahead and move, Bumfuzzle. Get, get on that aft <laughs> that's what i'm that's what i'm gonna try to do they're kind of far away from me right now though yeah. all right let's see here you know what i could do no 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 Unless we go right here, unless you go like one, two, three, four, and oh, then your, like your front at their port. Yeah, their front, like right at the port. Ooh. Although I guess I guess we wouldn't really be able to see the aft at that point, would we? No, and we would take a shot. But I think it's more important that we get. I think it's more important to have the front facing this like. Yeah, field. that's true. That's true. Yeah, so let's do that with an evade. We're just going to take evasive action okay. as we as we fly right up into this this ship's grill and we're uh, we're keeping yeah. it just as aggressive as they are with us I, I was about to say i think this is the middle path it's not flyby aggressive but it's not <laughs> it's not angling your aft against them uh okay okay um i'm gonna make a captain check in gunnery phase we're moving on to gunnery and they get to fire their port side. I'm going to make you guys fire first. I'm going to encourage. Now you got two options. Talar is now on the turret, right? You guys want to switch? Yes. Yeah. What do you want to? Um, I'll encourage Talara. Alright, so that gives me Oh, you have to roll. Oh. Oh, oh no. Oh. First encourage roll <laughs> or, you know, demand you failed, right? Yeah. Okay, it's all up, all up to. Uh, let, let's do Kaz first on the front laser cannons. All right, I'm just doing a, a flat D20 for this. Um, what are we? Are we out of? No, you got one computer. Um, yes, but bonus. I'm not taking that. <laughs> okay, well maybe this is gonna be <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be all it takes. New gun, twenty-two yes, to hit. Yes. Uh, new gun, who dis? Uh, <laughs> Luke, you've turned off your targeting computer. Uh, is everything okay? <laughs> uh, what does that... Oh, that's a 22. That's a hit. For 44. Here we go. <sighs> Jeez. Oh, 14 points oh, of damage. No. Drew. So, Drew, what kind of candy bars do you like? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you might be able to like one to it right here. Uh, yeah, the shields are down. They're taking another critical threshold here from that one hit. Oh. Uh, did more than their critical threshold. Go ahead and roll D100, Drew. 100. Wow. Oh, man. Is oh, that good? 
That's power core. <gasps> oh, baby. <laughs> Yikes. Um, that applies to all engineer actions except hold it together and patch, you know, to fix it. That is not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> shields are downed. Uh, Talara, go ahead. This could be right. it. And I'm right using there. that Do plus it. one as well. Yes, so. Oh, man, I wish you had that reroll now. I know, right? Oh, that's a 23. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Another hit. Awesome. All right. So 44. 44 uh, that's going to do eight damage. And the ship is obliterated. Yes. Yes. Oh, Oh my God. 22 points of damage in a single attack round. (sighs) (sighs) That's what I'm talking about. All it took was switching guns. Yes. Oh, Oh, man. man. The Barazad. Uh, just goes listless, completely dead in the water as you open <laughs> up against the, the side of the ship here. Um, but yeah, it is less than 10 seconds later as you guys are celebrating in the in the command center of the Phoenix's respite that there is a blinding white light followed a second later by hazard lights flashing across the Phoenix's respite and then a massive blow to your ship. The Barazad has auto-destructed, and about half of the ship has obliterated the Phoenix's respite. (gasps) This does hull point damage to your ship, about half of its hull points. You have taken 22 points of damage, and critical damage lights start flashing. The Phoenix's respite is dead in the water as well. The ship's computer begins to blare as you guys are like coming out of it. You know, you're shaking out of your chairs, out of your positions. And uh, <laughs> bad times are ahead as the ship lists for a minute and then more alarm bells start going off. It seems like you are in free fall above Nakandis. No. Prong. Uh, we're going to do this very quickly because, like I said, this is danger zone for you guys potentially crash landing. Uh, you have, uh, like, the ship's computer brings up a descent trajectory that puts you back into what is known as a hard re-entry into the planet's cloudy atmosphere within the next 10 minutes. Um, do, does anybody have any healing abilities? <laughs> um, I know you just ripped the med bay out of Phoenix's respite. Does anybody have any um, serums left they want to use. Uh, yeah, Kaz will use a serum. I would recommend it for those of you very Cause, weak. Because I don't know how much we ended with when I ended with zero <laughs> HP last time. Uh, like one? one. Yeah. You would have had, yeah, you would have yeah. had one. Yeah. <sighs> and now uh, I have two, so that's fucking <laughs> great. Good start. Uh, that sucks, dude. Uh, I was I was so excited for you, but yeah, if you're in adjacent squares, this thing goes off. Uh, we're gonna do this very quickly and wrap this up. Um, this is how things are gonna go in this crash landing. It is gonna hurt no matter what, and it is gonna have the potential to possibly kill some of your characters. It is going to be very rough. If you do nothing at all, you are taking 10d8 points of damage right now. Uh, escape pods. It is up to you if you want to escape, but the ship will be completely lost then. If you do nothing, it crashes and it is it's destroyed. So, so if that, we, if that we is don't, 
I'd rather lose the ship than ourselves. I yeah. say we take the pods. Yeah, there's nothing oh. Wynn can do. Bumfuzzle's going down with the ship, gang. <laughs> <laughs> this is where all my stuff is. This is this is this is the only object how, I own. How how many how many actions do we have before we have to make the final call for escape escape pods? So everyone um, has basically one thing they can do as a team to try and survive and reduce this damage. Each successful skill check or whatever roll you're going to make here is going to knock off a. Uh, Potentially one or more D8 from this, okay. uh, depending on how well you do, uh, down to like a, a certain minimum. Um, and you have some time. You have the <laughs> uh, uh, basically just a, a few minutes before you have to decide whether to ditch out into the atmosphere. First off, though, Nikithi, you're if you're still in the engine room, the engines have basically flatlined. Um, you have to, you know put on your, your space suit just to uh, work back here. It's almost open to vacuum. Uh, you think that you can divert power to the thrusters in order to give maneuvering jets and mm-hmm. allow Bumfuzzle some control over like altitude and you know um, the ship's like angle. Uh, this is a DC 15 engineering check though. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Um I mean, I think Nikithi would realize that if he made it, like, he could make it to an escape pod, but that would leave Idis, like, on the ship, which means Idis gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I he doesn't want that. Like, yeah, he could maybe remake it, but this frame, this prototype iteration is special. Mm-hmm. It, it, would, it wouldn't be the same if he remade it. So he's, he's in it. Yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> I mean, if if you want to like have left it back on the canvas, you can like uh, that's a, that's up to you. If you're dragging it onto, I, I didn't uh, think you were taking it aboard the. Oh yeah, he yeah he would never he okay. would never leave without her. So <laughs> I imagine yeah. you're just like dragging it like a, a broken toy behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on. I imagine it's on like a hover lift um, with you know various tools and stuff okay. on it as he was working on it. So so it sounds like. You got a D20 roll to make. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I So I have a plus 10 engineering, so this, is, this has to be a five or higher. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Oh, yes. Roll the nine. All right. That is a single success. Okay. Um, you still have time to bail out, but you, uh, Bumfuzz, will get like some degrees, and it's just that you're maneuvering jets back, and you think you can, you know, maybe nose up at the last moment. With Nikithi's help, yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to put the nose up and uh, do sort of a uh, like an arrow burn, uh, and I bleed off some speed as we're coming down by facing our uh, our wings uh, into the into the atmosphere as we're coming in. All right, when I mean you, you had this like horrible thought like at the beginning of this this battle, but it's come back to bite you now. This might be the last time you get a chance to speak with your crew, to push them to their limit. Um, you can use either Diplomacy or Intimidate to whip them into shape and give an inspiring speech to see if they can get through this. Does it, I mean, th- th- does either of them, I guess it doesn't matter which one I do. It does because you have a D6 you can use on Intimidate. <laughs> yeah. I would choose, <laughs> I would choose your best. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, it, it's either Diplomacy or Intimidate, I, I imagine. Okay, so I will try intimidate. 
It's a 22. What does Wynn Wynn say? Um, uh, Wynn just reminds them that, you know, we are in the black of space. There's nothing between us and the planet below us. If we do not succeed, we are dust. Um, That is a couple of successes. So feeling pretty good there. Now, this is, uh, I think... Next, we're going to Kaz. Drew, I'm going to give you either the option to use the ship's scanners to search for a softer landing zone or to just, like, use your peepers out the viewfinder as you're now, like, burnt into the atmosphere. And you can use just perception to try and find a, a, a place to land. How... Do I have time to use another healing serum before we do this? <laughs> you do. Uh, I'm going to do that. Use you, last... <laughs> if you're the only one who survives this, I'm going to uh, No, right now, no matter what, if we take a single D8 of damage, I'm dead because I only have two HP. That's you're not you're dead. One. You just go unconscious. You're not dead, but you're very, very possibly dead. You rolled the one on that previous one. Roll me another D8. <sighs> Four. Good lord. <laughs> I was uh, uh, very unhappy when you took the medbay out of the Phoenix's recipe. I was like, oh, no. All um, right. So I'm going to have to use perception because I, because uh, I'm assuming that's the peepers part. Uh, that's up to you. Yeah. Perception or computers. Yeah. I have nothing in computers. So. Ooh. This is amazing. 15. Uh, that is another single success. You find. Oh, thank well, it Looks like a, a parting between like two mountain ranges and uh, you think you see some non-tree-like area down there. Um, now, it's up to you guys. You've had you've had a couple of successes. Uh, if you want to bail out or you have uh, a few more chances with Talara and Bumfuzzle finally to, uh, to to save the ship, to save the Phoenix's respite. Do it. From what I've heard, most everyone's wanting to stay on board. Yeah. They- <sighs> What are these escape pods even for? <laughs> Jettison out and uh, destroy the ship. Okay. Ten feet above and the ground, we get to the escape pods. <laughs> Talara, you're coming in hot. You're coming in just going, you know, like over 100 miles an hour, um, even um, angling yourself to catch as much wind as you can. Uh, you're unsure how exactly you're going to be able to use your witch warper abilities, but something inside you is pretty sure that you can summon your powers to slow the ship's descent. If you can just focus them, kind of surround the Phoenix's respite. Um, this is going to be, this is going to be a D20 roll. I'm not going to tell you DC, but you're adding your level and your charisma bonus. This is basically okay. like infinite worlds to. Okay. Just- so this will be plus seven then. Yeah. The- oh, that's pretty good. So 26, Whoa. 25. Dag you. That's pretty good. Oh. That is, that is very good. <laughs> oh, Lord. That is multiple successes. <laughs> and yeah, you are able to slow the ship down and it just, it's like you're moving through just another dimension where these, the laws of physics are, are broken down. The, the ship slows, the drag coefficient goes up and you're moving through this torpid world, but it's only for like a minute and then boom, you're back to, to falling. But you have slowed down from basically death speeds to maybe we'll live through these speeds. <laughs> uh, your concentration breaks so you can't get this back. We are finally onto Bumfuzzle. Um, Jibbert, 
there are beads of sweat on the top of your forehead. They start rolling down your nose, your cheek. Out of your pocket, a little baby hobgar pops up and starts stretching its its little baby legs. Oh, you thought I forgot about the baby hobgar? <laughs> no, it's there. Thought you did. And it looks a little confused, a little nappy, and uh, starts like crawling up the side of your face. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I, uh, I lean my face down towards the ignition, and I say, "Give it some juice, Zappy." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I roll my piloting jet. A mere fifteen. Uh, fifteen is a, a single success. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Zappy. And I put Zappy in the safest place in on my person. But I put him there. There is silence for a moment as the sirens on the, the bridge go um uh they just kind of like white out. Uh and you watch as the treetops kind of slowly come forward and then all of a sudden blah, 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 start smacking into the ship's glass aluminum windows. There's a loud crunching sound both from trees snapping like twigs and the ship twisting in metal. Everyone brace for impact and you can make me a reflex save. Oh good. Do you take half on uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Oh we got some bad ones here. <laughs> it's just damage coming at you. Um, it is a moment or so later. The ship has fallen to Nakondas, a cloud of dust. Kaz wakes up first. Uh, he's alive. You go, Kaz, who are you checking on first? Uh, I believe I'll check on Talara first, because I feel like she has magic that might be able to help save mm. the rest of the folks if we have to clear debris or anything like that. Well, I've rolled pretty BS on the damage you guys have taken, but yeah, it, it takes you a while to come to, I think... Uh, Bumfuzzle and a Kaz are knocked unconscious at first tier, uh, but 12 points of measly damage from a crash from orbit, um, <laughs> and the Phoenix's respite is in one piece, though very disabled, very destroyed and disabled. Uh, you, you check on Bumfuzzle. The Goblin's still with you, Nikithi. You guys eventually come to um, it looks like the most anyone's taken is uh, is Win with uh, twelve points of damage. Win, Miles is Win okay? Um, he has one hit point left. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> the captain Ooh, gives a thumbs up finally, and uh, <laughs> Miles, you want to give us a to be continued? To be continued. <laughs> Uh, or maybe I should say to be finished, because that is the end of book number one. Oh, oh man. man. Good riddance. Boy. The Reach of Empire. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gracious. Yeah, I, I hate uh, space combat. I'm so stressed out right now. This was my <laughs> favorite space combat we've ever done. It was my favorite and also the one that made me the most want to 
quit life. Yeah. Oh. Yes. So, yes. I feel the same way. To, to oh, go yeah. through so many turns without hitting anything and feeling like a complete failure at the one I, thing I could probably I do. I felt so bad for you, Drew, because it was Drew just like, sucks. it was like one after the next after the next, and there was like nothing you could do about it. One of our longest space combats, but I, I mean, for me, and I hope for you guys, I hope one of the most fulfilling because you were, you were right up there. You were using teamwork pretty darn well. And I mean, you technically won that fight, even though you couldn't have known about the, the auto self-destruct unless you had scanned the enemy ship or, or unless you'd read the CRB, which I'd just (laughs) forgotten about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I feel like this is this was definitely our tensest space combat, and it's the one that we had the highest stakes in. That, mm. like we we have, I feel I, I never felt like we were that in danger in, in oh, no. Dead Sons. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario was they win the fight, and then we get an extra episode this season where there's a boarding party. That right, yeah. right, yeah. Ooh. But I think you guys, uh, I mean, obviously you could have also lost the Phoenix's respite and survived. That would have been a whole nother bonus episode. But <laughs> like, how do you get a new ship? Unfortunately, uh, I guess you've gotten the best case scenario, which is everyone's alive. And the Phoenix's respite is also yeah, so technically in one piece. Boy, this is going to take some work. Do we have any <laughs> sense of uh, how far from Madelon's landing we are? We'll have to find out next week. <laughs> I oh, think we, man. I think we might have like a little, um, uh, what should we call it? We're going to have a field trip to the Delesco settlement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find out that mystery. Maybe the Delesco settlement comes to you. Oh. <laughs> uh, at at no. terminal velocity. <laughs> we'll find out everything. <laughs> We'll find out everything on the podcast next week after I write the adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until then, thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick. Thanks, everyone. Everyone listening, thanks for sticking with this episode and listen to Cosmic Crit. Have a great week. Have a great week. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.